High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire, Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Partners in Minneapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Toyota Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We're talking to Van Buren uh, County Warriors with Coach Shellman. Welcome to the program, Coach. Yep, thanks for having me, and happy Christmas and New Year. Well, uh, uh, really excited to, to hear about the team and uh, the Bounty Hunter and all that uh, uh, players that you got down there that, that's uh, 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 doing great. I know you're you you don't have a schedule. You have a gauntlet. Uh, the conference that you're in, everybody is so good. Uh, so I know um, you probably haven't won as many games as you want, but uh, everyone I talk to says your team's improving. Yeah, you know, as a first year coach, you can only ask for that. Uh, you know, the, the schedule and and the the record that we currently hold here at break isn't necessarily what we were hoping for, um, but the kids are are staying with it and and uh, can when we look at film and we look at the uh, the power index on uh, varsity bound and seeing where we stand and where we could stand, um, we're looking forward to the the later part of the stretch here in January and um, you know that like you mentioned that Southeast Iowa Super conference schedule is tough you know we sit at the 110th toughest schedule in the in the state of iowa and so it may not seem that great but when you start counting four or five six hundred teams in the state of iowa that's a pretty dang tough schedule and uh, with a young team it can only make us better but um, as it stands now we're just continuing to get better and and uh, the schedule, um, the win-losses don't look so well, but the kids, like I said, are with it, and we look forward to the second part. Well, you're playing West Burlington, you're playing Central A, you're playing Meepo, uh, you know, you're playing Holy Cross, uh, Holy Trinity. Um, those are some damn good teams. Yeah, for sure. And, and we've, you know, we haven't put a full game together with any of those teams, which obviously is why the scores sometimes look a little lopsided. But um, we have been competing, you know, quarters and halves with those teams. And um, But yeah, they are a dang good ball club on all those teams that you rattled off. But uh, you have to bring your A game every night. Well, let's talk a little bit about maybe what was the, the game you felt like you played the best? You know, one of the one of the worst and the best uh, games that we felt like we played our best uh, was actually the Holy Trinity game. Um, you know, on the scoreboard, we lost by thirty points, um, but we had like seven points going into halftime, and so uh, we were down by like. 40 points going into half. We just, uh, was not our night. We struggled shooting and on the defensive end, they kind of, uh, ran us kind of crossways. Uh, we kind of reevaluated at halftime and, and when we turned around in the second half, we actually won both quarters and, and, uh, ended up, uh, losing by that 25, 30 point threshold. But it was, uh, one of those nights where, we gained a lot of experience and understood what it was going to take for us to compete each and every night based on that second half. Um, and now that the kids are willing to can see what it takes, this kind of uh, practice over breaks, uh, they're really kind of digging their claws in and starting to scratch a little harder. And uh, like I said, it wasn't necessarily a win in the win column, but it was a win in our team column and couldn't be happier as far as the ending of that game. Yeah, they're really good. I've seen them two, three times this year. Uh, 
Uh, they got so many. They got a little size. Uh, they got a couple six three guys, I think. Uh, uh, so they're they've got a little size, but they also have some. You know, they got this Gelling kid. That's that's a big kid, and and uh, he's so active, and and he just uh, got a real strong mentality to him that he plays with. Uh, you got coach. Uh, uh, you got Luke. Uh, I call him Luke uh, uh, Skywalker. Uh, but at the end of the game, I, I like to call him Cool Hand Luke. Uh, they're, they're a team that really plays good uh, the last couple minutes of the game, uh, uh, and that's got to look good. But uh, last time I talked to you, um, you got a kid that we just – it's a, just a superstar on Round Guy Radio uh, right between Joe DiMaggio and Reggie Jackson there, uh, and that's Boba Fett. Uh, Lucas Fett there. Uh, last time I talked to you, he had a career game, uh, uh, had a 20-point game. How's his season going? You know, he's one of those kids that hasn't really had to have such a, a heavy workload or high presence for us the last few years. And with him being one of the only two seniors for us, he's really had to step into the role of, you know, he's always been a natural uh, leader, but as far as just a physical leader, as getting points from him, um, you know, by that he's kind of getting keyed on a little bit heavier than what he has ever been. And so he's struggling. He's kind of struggled on shooting the last few games. Um, and I think that that's really kind of brought him down a little bit, but um, he's still willing to push the team to become better. Um, so as far as, you know, the natural scoring, you know, I think he's down to like a 10 point per game average, but um, you can't take effect as far as him being the one that has to bring the ball up the floor and, and be the general on the court. So um, we're still we're still getting a lot from him and couldn't be happier that we are. Um, and so, like I said, on the on the point scoring totals, they've kind of simmered a little bit, but um, the overall leadership has been great from Fit. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about who are the players uh, that you are pretty happy with on your team this year? Yeah, you know, Will Corral's a freshman that that's, has started every game for us. He's kind of come and gone a few games. He he will have a lot of – get a lot from him uh, one game, and he kind of hides behind the scenes a couple games. And we're working on getting his confidence up to be that guy that's there every game for us. And, um, you know, it's a lot to ask for from a freshman that's coming from the junior high level straight to playing, you know, 25, 30 minutes of a basketball game on the varsity level. So, yeah, uh, been really one athletes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and uh, looking forward to the second half because he's he's maturing way beyond his years and it's starting to show too. And so another guy is you know most people are familiar with is Isaac Leffler. Um, he's another leader for us and a captain for us with that. Um, his points per game is starting to kind of creep up and. Um, he's really one of those kids that will do anything for you. He wants to be the first in the drills. Uh, super happy with the productivity that we're getting from Isaac. And then um, a couple other guys is uh, Lincoln Baybridge. He started um, the first part of the first game of the year. He played JV and, and ended up playing a lot of varsity minutes at, that even at Cardinal that first game. And he ended up turning into a, a starter for us. And um, he's been shooting really well from the three-point range. Uh, really happy with the productivity. He's one of those. He went. He got fifth in state cross country this last fall. Um, he's never tired. Uh, you ask him to play defense for you on their best player, and he's doing it. He does it for 32 minutes. So really happy with the productivity from him. Um, and then there's a couple guys like Gavin Titus that come off the bench, and then uh, we're starting to see a 
lot of rebounding and uh, post productivity from Camden Nussbaum. So uh, those kind of guys are the ones that kind of round us out with uh, Bryce Moquin and Brandon Taylor uh, that come off the bench as well. So, well, let me ask you this: uh, from the beginning of the season to where you're where you're at now, which we're almost to the halfway point here. Uh, what pl- uh, what aspect of the game have you improved the most in? And I'm talking dribbling, I'm talking passing, talking mid-range shots, uh, inside shots, three-point shots. Where have you guys come the furthest? You know, this isn't necessarily something that you see individually, uh, like you're shooting and passing, but I guess you're passing the overall turnovers per game. Those first couple of games, we were averaging almost 30 turnovers a game. Uh, those good teams that we play, like West Burlington and Notre Dame, they would put a press on us, and with our young kids not seeing such an aggressive press, we really struggled with that the first part of the season. We spent a lot of time on on ball handling, um, and then just you know spacing and being able to break the press. And so, if I had to hang my hat on anything that we've done um, the best or gotten better at all season, is be- is definitely our turnover uh, to assist ratios by being able to break the press and. And, uh, you know, that just comes with more maturity. And, and so I would hang my hat on just turnovers in general. Okay. Well, uh, let me ask you, um, the teams that I see, and, and I'm out there, you know, three, four times a week, uh, that win always pass the ball best. Uh, they don't turn the ball over. And they, they can um, – some teams can pass the ball two or three times and then they turn it over uh, or, or somewhere along there is a bad pass or something. You know, so uh, I guess ball control itself. Tell me about your team's ball control and, and, and maybe some advancements that they've made. For sure. You know, once again, we've worked on practice time. We spend more time on fundamentals, it seems like, and, and just to get them, uh, you know, stronger and more confident in that. We do a ton of ball handling, um, and I think it's really starting to show. Like I said, you're not really noticing it on the, the win-loss columns for the followers that just look at the newspaper clippings um, but if you're watching from the stands and seeing our tapes you really kind of notice what that we are a team you know a couple of the coaches uh you know i i tell them they don't have to you know kiss my butt or anything but uh when we're talking before the games they're kind of uh, a little nervous they they say that we're not necessarily a team that you want to look over because um, they can see the potential that these kids have. And so uh, that, you know, obviously as a first year coach, that feels good as far as being able to, to make a little bit of teams nervous. Um, I think that we're a team that could definitely beat anybody on any given night. But if you don't bring your A game, of course, you could get killed by anybody on any given night. And so uh, we do a lot of drills in practice this last two weeks with the Christmas break here. Uh, that's pretty much the, the majority of the focus is dribbling, ball handling, passing, uh, being able to work on our offense and putting it all together. And then obviously setting down a defensive stance and turning our defense into offense. And so uh, that's kind of where we stand on that. Okay. Well, let's talk about the defensively. Tell me, um, Who's doing a good job on you in defense? Is there some areas you you still need to work on there? But uh, all the aspects of defense, who's who's providing leadership there? Uh, who's who's doing well? And uh, kind of rate the the all the aspects of it for your team. Sure, you know, like I mentioned earlier, with Lincoln Baybridge being that kid that's just in such a good physical shape with the cross country. 
Um, you know, when we want to play some weird defense, uh, box in one, triangle in two, whatever we may want to throw at this team, he he's the guy that just digs down, gets his feet on the floor, and just plays defense hard. A lot of times I catch myself not getting him any breaks just because the kid never looks tired. Um, he's one of those kids that has really dug deep on the defensive end for us, uh, steals-wise, rebounds-wise, crashes the boards really hard. Um, another kid that, that's really helping us is either Gavin Titus or Camden Nussbaum. You know, there there are post players for us. You may not see them on the scoring column, but they're the ones that are that are only five ten, six foot at the most that are trying to guard those six three, six four kids. Uh, they're the ones gritting their teeth and playing our defense. There uh, couldn't ask for a lot uh, the the effort from them uh, doing so well. Um, you know, one thing that we do struggle with uh, where we've worked on really hard and we are work, continuing to work on is our rebounding. When you're such a small team, like what I've mentioned, uh, it takes five guys to be able to, to rebound, not just one single tall guy to get the boards for you. And so uh, motivation as far as just physically being able to get the boards and, and gritting our teeth and getting those boards has been a struggle. But as far as, um, you know, weakness that we've been able to identify to, to work towards getting better. All right. Well, uh, who's uh, leading the way, uh, putting putting points in the putting buckets in the basket there? Yep. We currently sit uh, at the break here with Isaac Leffler, um, kind of leading the way for us in the point columns. I'm not sure as far as these kids' overall points per game, um, but uh, then Lucas Fett and then Will Coral for us. Um, he kind of splits back and forth with Lincoln Bainbridge. Uh, one kid I haven't minute, mentioned that we've been getting some minutes and some points off the board for us is uh, Brandon Taylor. He's kind of a two-way guy. He plays JV, and then when we need kind of a spark up for us, he's been coming in and, and helping us out there. But the majority of our points have come from uh, Isaac Leffler, Will Coral, Lincoln Bainbridge, and, and Lucas Fett. Um, and then we usually have a handful of points coming from the guys off the bench, like Bryce Moakman, um, and even Landry Leffler is a fresh, another freshman that gets a little bit of minutes for us. So, well, tell me who's who's uh, doing well on the inside. Gavin Titus and Camden Nussbaum. I feel like Camden, the last few games, has really started hitting the stride. He's being more active. Um, he's getting some boards. He's got quite a bit of and ones the last couple games. Um, he's one of those kids that hadn't went out for basketball since junior high, and he's now a junior. Um, and so he's another kid that we're just trying to get up to speed and get used to that varsity level competition. And I think it's really starting to click for him. And so those two guys are our biggest guys. Um, and they're the ones that help us out the most. Uh, another kid that I don't want to leave out is Ethan Kokenauer. He's probably our tallest kid on the team, can jump the highest on the team, I'd almost say. And and uh, he's another two-way player that plays quite a bit of JB, but um, helps us out as far as digging and gritting his teeth and helping us on those big guys as well. Well, tell me about the mid-range game. Who's, who's a good shooter for mid-range? You know, Will Coral, he, like I said, he's a freshman. He's he's one of those kids that I knew could shoot from the moment he stepped onto the floor. Um, his confidence level is what gets him. Um, there's a lot of shots that I actually, as a coach, want him to take. Um, it's just he's still a little bit uh, leery yet as far as where his his uh, position should be on taking the shots or not. And so we're working on his confidence level to, to get more shots from him, to get more productivity on the offensive level. Uh, Lincoln Bainbridge is the other one that's got the hot hand at the mid and long weight uh, three-point 
range. Um, his shooting percentage is probably the best on the team for us. He's the guy that kind of gives us a spark when we do have those runs against the good teams. Um, and then uh, Landry Leffler is one of those kids that's not afraid of, at all to shoot it when he comes in. And uh, he's the kid that lets it fly when you need it the most, and uh, he helps us out as well. All right. Well, what about the three-point shooters? Yeah, Lincoln is definitely that, that kid for us. Um, he's the one kid that when he's got the open, he's going to let it fly, and, and you believe that it's going in when it leaves his hands. And so when it doesn't, it's kind of a more of a shock than when it does. Uh, you know, Lucas Fett, he's one of those kids that, that his percentage looks worse just because he's taking those shots when we need them the most. Um, but he's the kid that I have the most confidence in the world that he can make it. Um, and then Isaac Leffler makes the majority of his threes as well. And so those three are kind of our predominant uh, outside shooters for us. But we've worked so hard on shooting the last six weeks and even over the summer that uh, pretty much anybody on the team can make it. And I believe that they can. But those are the three that kind of stick out the most on the overall shooting percentage well what about uh what about the distributors who's distributes the ball well uh, uh and uh, finds the open man that that uh, uh has a good shot yeah you know lucas fett he he's the one kid that that wants the ball in his hands to be that leader he's the leader on and off the court um he's the guy that'll get the guys the open shots and when his shots start falling it's because he's getting his teammates involved uh the other guy like i mentioned is will coral He's that freshman that, like I mentioned, just doesn't doesn't know his positioning yet as far as when he should be aggressive and when he shouldn't. Um, he's a little timid at times, but he's starting to get there. And so those two guys are by far our best ball handlers and the best floor generals that we have on the floor. Um, we work so hard as far as getting everyone involved and everyone to ball handle and get everyone shots. But um, those two guys are the ones you noticeably see on the floor. Okay. Well, uh, you got me all all charged up. Uh, I just love the way I just like the way Van Buren is. The whole I like the fans. I like the athletes. Uh, I like the competitiveness uh, uh, that that embraces that warrior spirit that you guys got going there. Well, Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the first two weeks. What do you got? So we as we actually have uh, Columbus Junction on January fourth. It's uh, you know that's. That's a long bus ride for us and a tough game for us. Uh, just growing up at the Waco community and always running around with the Columbus Junction and Winfield community. Uh, you know, Coach Cheney up there, I grew up with him, and so we're good friends. And, and I know he's going to get his kids ready, so uh, I'm trying to my best to get our kids ready, obviously. That bus ride is always a concern. That's the first day we come back from Christmas break, and so we, we look forward to the challenge. It's a very uh, tough game for us, um, and then we follow it up on that Friday, January 5th, with Mediapolis, and so they're quite a younger team than what they have been the last few years, but man, they are tough. Um, like you mentioned, on the board too already. Yeah, seeing some tape on them, they have a lot of good shooters. They beat Holy Trinity a couple weeks ago, um, and like you mentioned with the Southeast Iowa Super Conference, South Division. Uh, that's a tough game, and especially to follow it up with playing the night before. Um, and so we definitely have to bring our A game off of that. So um, haven't quite honestly looked past that next week um, to see, but I know that once we play Mediapolis, we flip the script and we start playing all the teams we played in the conference again. And so that's when we start with 
New London and West Burlington and in that gauntlet of the Southeast Iowa yeah, Super Conference. That, 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 those are tough ones. Uh, but it seemed like to me you played a lot of road games already, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, we did. We've, we had, you know, we've played a lot of our work, you know, road games. And so a lot of our Saturday games and Friday night games will be home for us this, this January. And, and so that really, we kind of look forward to having that. Um, we finally got our new home jerseys in over Christmas break that have taken a long time to show up. So I think the kids are looking forward to having our home stands here to start the beginning of the year once we get through Columbus Junction and and uh, the kids are excited for the second half of the season. What What is the date of the Columbus Junction game? Because that sounds like the round guy game of the week to me. That is uh, Thursday, January 4th, and that is at Columbus Junction. And and uh, it's a tough one since we just come back from our Christmas break, but I think it will be one that everyone in Southeast Iowa won't want to miss. Yeah, because um, um, uh, uh, I'm very familiar with Columbus. I've called a few of their games already this year. Uh, uh, I, I agree with you on Coach Cheney. He's a pretty good coach. Uh, gonna be, that, that seems like a great game. That's kind of matchup that we're looking for over here at Round Guy Radio. Uh, seemed like a great one to kind of get the, the season going with, too. Uh, well, Coach, uh, is there? Um, let me ask you a little bit about the atmosphere that you play in. You have kind of a unique uh, a gymnasium, don't you? Yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those where I think we might have the smallest gym in the conference. Um, you know, and the worst part about it is in the early 2000s, they switched the gym in different direction, uh, took the stage away and and made it bigger. And yet it's still the smallest gym. Uh, when you stand on the out-of-balance line, you're pretty much uh, back up against the wall. And so when the crowd gets into the game, it's a really tough atmosphere to play in, um, but uh, a good community to be in as well. God, I like it. The crowd's right on top of you. I bet it's rowdy. Uh, I know how them Van Buren fans are. They like to get in there and get it going. Well, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your JV team? That's my last question about the team itself. Sure. Yeah, we, you know, our JV team is is uh, really strong and athletic. We have such a young team with two seniors on the team um, on the varsity level, and then there's a handful of of juniors, but most of our teams through ninth through 12th grade are, are freshmen and sophomores for us. And so, um, you know, with the JV level, the nice thing is, is the speed is a little bit easier of a transition um, from the junior high level. But I think our JV is like a four and three or something along those lines. Um, they're, they're learning, they're doing um, everything that we ask them to. Uh, a lot of those guys that play varsity minutes that I mentioned were two-way players are those kids that stand out on the JV level. Um, they're, they're learning the program. They're learning the right ways to play basketball and learning the game in general. So uh, the JV is sitting at break, is playing really well. Um, have to give credit to the assistant coach and uh, assistant varsity coach and JV coach, Justin Hill. He's doing a really good job with those kids. Yeah, um, and when is the uh, is the JV coming up there to Columbus? Yep, I believe so. I think it's a quad, but I'm not positive on that. If you, um, I'm not sure. I guess but I think I they are, but I'm not positive. Back gym back there. I, I might I might slide in there and call that game too. Uh, get a little double dip look at you. Um, uh, it's about uh, the same distance, I think, for me to go to Van Buren or to go to Columbus. It might be a little closer. Uh, in Van Buren, but it, it, it's a great game. Uh, we're sure excited to, to get a chance to look at your team. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything else uh, you wanted to say that we didn't get to talk about? 
Nope, that's it. I appreciate you having me again. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations, and uh, go Warriors, baby. High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire, Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Partners in Minneapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Toyota Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.